Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. It is time to break down January's profit, the first profit report of 2020. I'm super excited. If you're new here and this is the first profit report that you're listening to, it might be a little bit different than what you've kind of seen floating around online where people do, what else do they call them? Income reports. Income reports. Uh Income reports, right. We decided last fall to kind of change up the narrative, not only for ourselves and our mentality when we're talking about business and our own goals, et cetera, but also for the comparisonitis that happens. I feel like sometimes when you hear income reports and you hear people saying, you know, I made $100,000, this much came from here, this is my goal for next month, it gets really overwhelming and it gets really unattainable and we can't really compare that progress or those strategies to our business because we feel like you know the expectations are so different. And so what we have tried to do is share percentages and profit. And so we have made it a goal to focus more on profit than big, shiny, sexy revenue. And that goal is continuing into 2020 and it feels really good. So throughout this episode, we're going to share with you percentages of products or expenses, et cetera, in our own business. So you can kind of begin to see the weight that those things bear in our business, but you can, I feel like make easier comparisons into what is in your own business. So We're going to get started. January is a pretty good month. I'll take it, girl. I'll take it. We (laughs) hustled our booty off, but I feel like so much of what happened in January was a culmination of a lot of things we'd been working on for a long time. And if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to December's profit report, we had discussed our choice to break even on purpose. And a lot of that was because we were ramping up to have a incredible January and that's exactly what we did guys it's exactly <laughs> what we did so always nice when your plans actually happen the way that you actually better than what you think that they were going to do yes so i think it's important that we start by like putting out that you can create revenue in any way you want. And I feel like 
based on this like online atmosphere, a lot of people think the only way to grow revenue is to sell more things, to have more products go out the door, to reach more people. And while that's definitely true to an extent, I feel like over the last couple of years, we've developed a philosophy that like, what if instead of putting that pressure on the community, what if we brought in sponsors that would allow us to create more valuable, more free content that you guys can benefit from. And instead of you paying, we have sponsors paying. So like you're listening to this podcast, right? Well, this podcast would not be possible without sponsors, but because of those sponsors, we can put out two podcast episodes a week and have all this other this content or help surrounding that all in one place. And we can continue to support our people and give back to them in new big ways. So with that being said, sponsorship was actually our largest chunk of revenue for January. And I think that might come as a surprise to a lot of people. But the majority of the sponsorship deals we're negotiating for legal reasons and all the other things. I'm not going to get into who we're partnering with or how much or any of that because it's frankly, it doesn't matter. But what we are showing you is that it is possible to have it be a significant portion of your business. And just simply because of the way we bill on a quarterly basis, the first month of every quarter will have a larger percentage of sponsorship dollars. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think I probably mentioned this in a couple of profit reports back last year, but we, it was a goal of mine for us to have a good January, a better January. Historically speaking, the first quarter of every year, January specifically, like sucks ass and it's depressing and it makes us like, honestly, like lose our mojo real quick. And in the past, like literally last year, it caused us to like kind of panic and make some decisions about some products and some stuff that was in our lineup that like we probably wouldn't have made if we had felt more secure or confident in where we were headed. And so if we need to have a really good month to kick off the year so it sets the tone, like that's what we need to focus on, right? And so we specifically set up to launch the shop in January. We specifically set up to have these conversations with our potential sponsors. So we would get some payments happening in January because it truly like it sets the tone for the year for me personally. And when we have a kick-ass January, I feel really confident about tackling the months ahead. And so how did this January compare to last January? Yeah. So if you were to just compare straight revenue, one total income to the other, we saw a 16% increase in revenue one January to the next. Now, the important thing to note is I feel like our revenue this January compared to last January is a much healthier spread. Yes. So while I definitely think having sponsorship dollars is hugely important and can make up a large portion of our business, 
it creates more consistency and sustainability instead of a flash in the pan. So with last January, we're like, okay, let's get some sponsorships in. And that felt good. And it definitely obviously helped that January, but then that's it. Like until the next quarter payment, or if they owe us any money, like it's not going to happen again. So what we did this year deliberately was we launched the shop and had sponsors. So we knew, okay, you know, if we have a kick-ass launch for this shop in January and continue to keep those members, we're going to see those same results and better ones the very next month and then the very next month and on and on. Whereas mm-hmm. a sponsorship might only pay us four times a year or however their payment plan is broken out. We need to also see internal like growth within our own sales so that mm-hmm. is consistent. Absolutely. So what that really meant was one, we made more revenue this January compared to last. But on top of that, like I said, the pie was more evenly distributed among our products so that we could, I mean, have a healthier business in my mind. So the next biggest chunk of the pie, so to speak, is Trello. And Trello has been showing up in the top for a while now. Yeah, top two or three. And we respect that in a lot of ways, <laughs> but we also know that it's growing for, I think, a couple of reasons. One, we've definitely turned up the volume when it comes to advertising for it. But two, we have had the opportunity to also pour into our free, like getting, not free, getting more leads in the door. And our freebie specifically mm-hmm. is Trello related. And so yeah. it doesn't surprise me that we're seeing a direct correlation between the number of new people on our list and the number of people enrolling in Trello. Now, Emily doesn't know this, but because of this, I've had some interesting things happen because of the volume of sales we've had. Y'all, people don't always remember things they purchased on the internet. And apparently, I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want you to call me, but apparently (laughs) you look in the right place and my personal cell phone is attached to every transaction. So I don't know how many thousands of people have my phone number at this moment in time, but I got at least three phone calls in the last 30 days being like, I have this $29 charge, but I don't remember what it's for. (laughs) Like, How is that a thing? You guys, I don't know. This has never happened in the history of our business. So this is news to me. I don't know if they changed how it's listed on. See, I don't want to tell you where it's at. So I'm not no, going to get into it. About <laughs> but it. Like, don't talk about but it. I just think it's kind of crazy that that's happening. Slash, I need a new phone number. <laughs> you do, though, because like GoDaddy also has your information and they call you all the time. Uh, well, not GoDaddy specifically, but right. the people that have access to your web information. So I'm getting another number. You guys can't talk to me, except on DMs on Instagram. But <laughs> Trello was down from 47% to 22%. However, again, I know this is a little bit confusing because we're not using exact revenue numbers. Right. 
But while the percentage of the pie was down, the dollars and cents was up Mm -hmm. significantly over the last month. And that's what I love to hear because it also means we made money in other places. Because to me, like even how cool it is to say like a $29 product is 47% of your revenue, that's kind of scary because like that's not that much, right? Like I would rather it be less of the pie, but make more money because we're making money in all of the other places that are more expensive. Well, and just that being said, generally our margin is lower on Trello, which I think Trello being such a high percentage of our overall sales last month is a huge reason why we broke even just because the cost of that good is so much higher or the cost of the good compared to the total sale or the margin is less. Well, however you want to word it. It's all, I literally said the same thing like seven Mm -hmm. ways, but when it comes down to it, that's what's up. So Strategy Academy is our signature program. And I mentioned to y'all that part of the frustration slash consequences of things you make decisions on months and months and months (laughs) ago um, was that because we shut down our ads for a period of time for our funnel, We had a period of time that no one was signing up for our program. And so when people in their payment plans, that means you have less reoccurring revenue. I know that's literally a direct consequence. And it's something we made a decision on intentionally. Mm -hmm. But you don't feel the effects of it until months later. Months later, yeah. And so we're still in the rebuilding phase. So... Strategy Academy is only 18% of our total revenue, but I know that that's going to bounce back because our numbers have been really, really good over the last couple of months with getting new students in there. And also we changed the payment amount. So in the past, we had a six-month payment plan at $399 and we cut that in half. And now we have a 12-month payment plan of $199. So it takes twice as many students to have the same amount of revenue, but they also stretch out over a longer period of time. So it's a catch. I don't know. There's pros and cons. What is the thing? Six of this, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally that, but that's what this circumstance is. Yeah. 100%. So I'm not worried about it because it, and it, we actually made a decision because I know we've talked about our scorecard before. So while it takes us a hot minute to get these profit reports out, one, because we're trying to make sure our books are accurate, and two, we have to wait on everything to come in and be thoroughly checked and stuff, we still know and we're still monitoring sales in like the previous seven day period. Like that's a constant thing we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So in our scorecard calls, we know how a product is performing. So when we get to our profit report, there should be no question marks. Occasionally I will say money sneaks in and I'm like, wait, where did that come from? (laughs) I don't know how we made that, but that's why we wait for the final report. But for the most part, We know what's happening. So when in January, like in the actual month of January, when we saw what our numbers were looking like, there was no panic because we, A, knew what was happening. B, we also made a choice to not address it internally 
Yeah. Until we were through the launch of the shop because the yeah. shop was brand new and you can panic. And we have done this before where like you are in the middle of the launch and you're like, but this other thing is suffering and ignore like, the other thing. Good God. Ign- just ignore it. You can yeah. get to it. It'll be fine. So we weren't worried about it, but it still made up 18%, which is in our top three products for the month. So why yeah. are we worried about it? Exactly. Yeah. I love it. So moving down to affiliates, which is separate than sponsorship. So, you know, software's tools that we use in our business make up this. And I was just having a conversation with someone today, you know, all about what do we think is really like the things that's helping maintain sustainability, right? When you reach six figures and then when you double that, like how can you just like be confident that your business is going to continue to make at least a hundred thousand or at least 200,000 or whatever it is. And then, you know, your sales and your launching and your marketing, et cetera, adds to that outside. And it's stuff like this, even though it's pulling in only 10% of our revenue this month, it's a constant thing that's there that we really don't have to think about that often. Right. And when we do think about it, it's strategic. So a couple of times a year, we are partnering up with some of our favorite softwares or tools and we might do a webinar. We might give away something for free on the podcast. It shows up in a variety of ways, but we can do work like a minimal amounts of work for that thing and give it a little boost, get it growing in the right direction. And a lot of the content we have set up like as evergreen content on our blog and old podcasts, they serve our affiliates. Like they're doing the work for us. So we don't necessarily have to constantly be putting it out. Now, what this did for us early on before we were really confident enough to go in and negotiate sponsorship deals is we utilized affiliates as if they were sponsors. Yep. So if you are willing to, if someone were to pay you to do XYZ thing in your business, whether that's put an ad in your podcast or put a sidebar on your website or da 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 da, why are you not willing to do the same thing for affiliate relationships? Because you have to grow it in some manner. Now, are they essentially getting free advertising? Maybe the biggest difference is you're being paid on a commission basis rather than being paid up front. So in some cases, I know for a fact that our sponsors wouldn't necessarily be sponsors unless this were happening. I know for a fact, every time we do a sponsorship, they have a goal in mind. We need to make X number of dollars back to make this worth our time. And when we've proved ourselves several years running then they want to keep working with us because they know it's like putting money into advertising or putting money over here. Like they are expecting a certain amount of return. And I would assume in some cases, if we had negotiated an affiliate partnership rather than a sponsorship, we might have made more money, but we chose to take the sponsorship dollars up front rather than being paid in essentially dividends. Mm -hmm. And that works for us. So we, in the same way you would take your personal income and diversify and have like certain kinds of investments. And, you know, maybe you 
buy real estate, but you're also putting stuff in the stock market and you're also doing X, Y, Z. It's the same thing in your business. Yeah. Well, I think your main focus should be on a signature product and you may have smaller products that feed into that signature product. It doesn't mean I don't think you can or should diversify within your business. Things like sponsorships and affiliates can enhance what you're already doing and allow you to see growth that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise. Yep. Yeah. And I also want to give people a little bit of encouragement here. And I bring this up because I had this exact conversation today. You do not have to worry about like the size of your audience, your capabilities of setting up an affiliate, anything when you want to start these relationships, especially if it's as simple as like, I'm just going to do a piece of content and then put my affiliate link here. You don't even have to talk to the company that you're being an affiliate for, right? We did this really early on. I feel like we did an episode where we kind of talked about this, about how we're big fans of the bootstrap business, right? We, If we want to invest in a system or software, we want to try to our best ability to get that thing paid for. So it's free, quote unquote, right? And so like when we invested in lead pages or webinar jam, when we first started, okay, we're going to invest in these systems. And not only are we going to sell something to then pay for this, but we're also going to try to be an affiliate for that thing so it can pay for itself. And if it's as simple as, finding that affiliate link, popping it up on a blog post, and then just making sure it's a really good quality piece of content, pinning it, making it an opt-in, putting it out in front of your audience. If you get a couple of people to sign up, like that low price monthly thing could very well get paid for within a couple of months for you. Right. Now, I know people who've built entire businesses off of only being affiliates for other products. If you guys are familiar with Pat Flynn. That's how he got his start. And now he's turned around and he's investors in a lot of the companies he was originally affiliates for, which I find fascinating. But there are tons of affiliate marketers that you probably don't even recognize. Like, I'm sure you all follow some sort of fashion blogger on Instagram. The majority, not the majority, I would say there are quite a few of them that their revenue is almost solely based off of affiliate income. And it might be through big companies like Amazon, or it might be with a variety of retailers and they're using like a affiliate like plugin kind of thing on top of it, like a like to know it. That's a very popular affiliate platform in the fashion space. But people have made whole revenues off of this sort of stream of income. And so it's definitely possible. I mean, even if you were to look at building a YouTube audience, yeah. which by the way, I'm not telling you to go do all these things. I'm just saying like they're out there. There are options. There are people who are making a full-time living off of traffic to their videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like some of these people are making literally millions of dollars. I'm not saying that's going to happen overnight. You have to know how to build viral content and like be searchable and all the things. There's a lot to it. But I just want you to expand your thoughts in that every time you earn a dollar, it doesn't mean you had to do something for someone else. Right. You can right. just be the connector. And that's a really cool thing, especially when you're getting started. Like, I feel like early on, 
while I was confident in the courses we were creating, at the same time, I think a lot of the time, actually, I was more confident in repping some of these affiliates because they had more customer service. They actually had a physical thing you got in some manner. And when I was still trying to work through, am I worth it? Is my (laughs) stuff worth it? Like that felt like something that was more tangible to me and something yeah. I was more comfortable with. So just food for thought here. Yeah. But the Let's thing I'm most excited to. about the show. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Emily, before we get into numbers, I need you to be blatantly honest mm-hmm. with this audience and tell everybody how did you feel about the shop last fall and then how did you feel about it in December I would say last spring last fall I was getting more on board this time last year discussions about the shop I was like this is a waste of time and it's confusing and it's going to distract us probably still felt that way during the summer during the fall I was like okay maybe it's still taking a lot of our time this better be worth it And then how do you feel about it now? And then January came and y'all lost your shit about the shop. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so there has been times in our business relationship where Emily has told me no. Yeah. And then there has been times where Emily is like, I'll let you like, I'll let you play and we'll see what happens. But this, I feel like it feels like something that has been an ongoing discussion for perhaps multiple years in our business. And we, for whatever reason, knew, I mean, we definitely knew that it was going to take a lot of work on the back end. Like it's a lot in the fulfillment department. It's a lot to like manage. It's a lot to put together. And if we were going to do all of it, it wasn't going to happen. And so when our designer approached us about putting together more of a partnership, her being a bit more silent in this relationship, which is fine. Like it does other voice as loud as ours. (laughs) (laughs) We entertained the idea, but I think I was kind of dragging Emily along for the ride for a lot of it and perhaps secretly working on it (laughs) with Tara a bit more than Emily wanted to maybe Mm -hmm. recognize. But I really feel like the reason it's been as successful as it has been is one, I feel like it's a breath of fresh air in our business and we Mm -hmm. haven't put anything out new in a while. And I don't suggest it for other people because every time we've done it, it's been a distraction in our business. But this was like a very thought out, very, like very thought out decision Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart. 
including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it's set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm sure you've heard all the rage about growing an email list. You've been told to nurture your subscribers, add value to them, make them want to open every love note from you. But what about actually converting them? What about having a sequence that makes you money instead of one that just adds to the digital mountain of unread emails? What if you could start selling your signature product, your most popular item or best-selling service straight from an email? We teamed up with the team over at ConvertKit, our favorite email service provider for small businesses to create an amazing free program for you to do just that. It's called Email Like a Boss, and it not only gets you set up with things like building your landing page, opt-in form, and welcome sequence, but we also help you write the thing. And you even get to try on ConvertKit for free for 30 days so you can get set up and start seeing action in your inbox. Head over to thestrategyhour.com slash email to enroll and get started today. 
Yep. Unlock everything at thestrategyhour.com slash email. Ever wondered what business books we can't live without? Or where we got that awesome romper? Or even the super practical everyday stuff we can't live without that makes our life just straight up functional? Not only can you shop our closet and our offices, but this is straight up the ticket to find all of our latest faves and raves, all categorized and organized for you in the cutest little shop. We're sharing all of our Amazon finds, office essentials, oily supplies, photography equipment, this mic that makes me sound super sexy, dog mom gear, that caboodle you've been eyeing again, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So forget heading to Amazon.com. You need to rewire your brain and navigate to the strategyhour.com slash shop first. Why? Because I bet we already found the best deal and saved it right there for you. Head to the strategyhour.com slash shop now to check it out. Hey, Abby. Yeah? Who are our favorite people in the world? Oh, it's definitely Dubsado. You are right. And if they aren't your favorite yet, they're about to be because they are the business management solution designed with creatives in mind. Yep. What I love is that Dubsado is so flexible and can be customized for so many different businesses, whether you're a coach, designer, photographer, lawyer, virtual assistant, or anything in between. The core areas that Dubsado helps you with are client management, like even scheduling appointments, contracts and forms, like sending those proposals, automations, we're talking workflows here, and getting paid. You can also schedule and project manage inside Dubsado. We're also talking accounting and reporting, things like creating your profit and loss statements, hello, personal favorite, and so many other helpful integrations. Yeah, and even though Dubsado can help with everything from sending invoices to tracking time, to sending questionnaires, to giving your clients mobile access, it isn't overwhelming to use. You can totally go at your own pace, setting up and customizing Dubsado for your current and growing business needs. You have two very easy and really cool ways to try out Dubsado. Are you guys ready? You can unlock their free trial for life by heading to bossproject.com slash Dubsado or save 50% off your first month or year by entering code BOSSPROJECT at checkout. That's bossproject.com slash Dubsado. That's D-U-B-S-A-D-O to snag that free trial for life or 50% off your first month or year with Dubsado by entering code BOSSPROJECT at checkout. Well, how about we tell people what it is first, because it's still so real that maybe you haven't even heard of it. So in January, we launched the Creative Template Shop. You can see more at creativetemplateshop.com. Yeah. We have basically become your marketing department. So as a non-designer creative who's biz married to a designer creative, I know how important having amazing branding and graphics that are easy to come to you in your business. I know how on demand graphics can be in this space. You get an idea, 
you have something that you want to create, want to share with your audience. And all of a sudden, like you need a graphic in 30 minutes or by this afternoon. And if you are that non-designer creative, it's really stressful. And I'm coming from a space of I've been there before where I'm like opening up Canva. I'm, I'm trying to download something over here and I'm trying to piecemeal so many different things together that feels like me or feels like my existing brand and looks polished and professional. And so we're taking that off of your plate. We have a shop where you can buy templates and merch, one off, a la carte. So if there's just like a social media template you want to grab or proposal doc you want to grab or this pricing guide you want to grab or an opt-in thing, doesn't matter. You can definitely snag one of those. But we also offer a low price membership. So for 47 bucks a month, you get access to literally everything, unlimited downloads. Plus we're releasing four new templates in each brand style, all three, every single month, the second Tuesday of every single month, you're going to get new stuff. And we've done surprise launches already and surprise partnerships. And we have so many cool things up our sleeves for you. So if you want to see more of what's inside, head to creativetemplateshop.com. You can snack 15% off your first order or go ahead and join us inside the membership. Mm -hmm. So the reason I felt so called to this over time was that like, that's where I started. Like we started our business as a marketing company. We were helping. How many times have people reached out to us over the years of like, your branding is so beautiful. How does your brand look so polished? Like, what do you use? Who, how do you do this? Like you guys look so professional from day one. And we're just like, yeah, thanks. Okay. Bye. But I mean, part of it is because that's my, I mean, that's what I went to right. school for. And that yeah. was my career for half a we decade. Professional and photos and design from day one, because it's literally what we do. Right. And so being able to give that to someone else, it's always felt like something I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do. And I know we've preached for so long that like, it is not required to make a profit because and I still believe that like 100%. you could launch tomorrow and have no brand other than your own personal voice and still make money. Yep. But what we do know is that when you can add this on top without having to invest all the time and energy into getting it done for you or created, it opens up the doors in big ways and allows people to have the freedom and flexibility to really just, I don't know, take that pressure off so they can focus on what they actually love to do. So Mm -hmm. I was pumped about it. I was pumped about it the whole time. Emily was not, which is fine. Well, I also am a strong believer, and I've talked to you guys about this before, about leaning more into my intuition and gut. And I come from – my mother is an empath. She's trained in Reiki. She, like, literally, like, talks to dead people. She's kind of insane. But she has taught me – my entire life, how to listen to my gut, trust my intuition, et cetera. And it kind of disappeared from me for a while in this business just because of like how some things were going. And I set a goal last year to get it back and to trust it more and to listen to it. And so sometimes there are times in our business where it's a no for now, or that I feel in my gut that this is not the right time for this. I definitely mm-hmm. wasn't saying no. I obviously respect Abby's ideas and I I understood yeah. the concept. Something told me for a while, now's not the right time. Now's not the right time. And I truly believe in my heart of hearts that like we launched it at the right time for our business and launching it last year would have been a mistake. 
And I feel like we were finally in a good space. We had a lot of clarity on things. Our team is on point. Like so many things were lining up. And so leading into that and being like, okay, new year, new thing. Let's do it. Yeah. So to have something be brand new and also be such a low cost barrier to entry, the fact that it made up this big of a percent to me is just a really excellent sign for growth. So we broke the shop into two pieces because I think it's important that you recognize that the membership is reoccurring revenue for us. Mm-hmm. Individual mm-hmm. sales are one-off and mm-hmm. we love both. Like there is nothing wrong with either of them. We no. made a strategic decision to have the individual options so that mm-hmm. people could test it, could try yeah. it, could see if they liked it. But I'll tell you what, if you want more than two things, it makes and sometimes sense. even if you just want one thing, yeah. it's more cost effective to be a member than it is to grab that individual item. That being said, we didn't want to limit someone's ability to do that. And so in the first month, we crushed our initial goal for members. And it was 7% of our overall revenue for the month, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like in the grand scheme of things for how inexpensive it is, was significant to me. Yeah. The part that is more <laughs> shocking than any of it yeah. is we fully anticipated that individual sales would be a fraction, like a very yeah. minimal We're amount like, of the revenue. Anyone is just going to come in and buy one thing. No. No. Y'all proved us wrong on this hardcore. Yeah. Our individual sales were almost the same. Yeah. So they made up 6% of our overall revenue for the month and everyone was seriously shocked. Yeah. So we fully anticipated, I mean, I think I did, I don't know if Emily did, but I anticipated with advertising and all the startup costs and like the things we had done, cause we had been basically investing little bits here and there over the last year. I expected month one, to lose money. I expected to break even or lose a little bit. That's where my headspace was. Right. But to make a significant profit off of that product month yeah. one, I was like, hey, okay, hey, okay. let's do this thing. And I'll give you like a little spoiler alert just because I am so s- stoked up about it. So we had a growth trajectory that we wanted to hit <laughs> and we put a dollar sign on what we wanted the shop to do for us in a year. And to get there, we had decided we wanted to hit our MRR goal by halfway through the year, but we wanted to scale up to it and keep scaling. So the goal was to grow 10% a month up until our MRR goal and continue to grow 10% a month. That would hit us right in the nose in the ballpark of where we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. We about halfway through... February doubled the entire membership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On day two of February, so our initial goal was to increase by 10%. On day two of February, we had already increased by 22%. Day two mm-hmm. of the month. Mm-hmm. So we had to reassess some goals. Yeah. So we, 
But the thing is, like, we didn't know how it would perform. And so right. we were trying to not put a ton of pressure on it. Yep. But I think now we have a new goal in mind. And if we hit it, I'll be ecstatic. Oh, I, I will still, do a cartwheel. If we do not, I'm not going to be disappointed because no. it's already doing more than I anticipate. Like, so we set goals through... Well, I guess we set them for the whole year, but Mm -hmm. we had hit March's goal by like the end of January. Uh So it was like, okay, (laughs) let's reassess. So we've already hit our new bigger goal. We already hit our new bigger goal halfway through the month of February. So we're like, I don't even know. I can't quite predict what we're supposed to do here. I'm also like memberships have a churn rate. And so like- yes. We have to be paying attention to that. We did a whole episode about churn rate and membership and how to factor that into your like, yes. you know, profits, et cetera. It's not um, something that stacks forever, you no, guys. No, 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 no. It's not going to keep building forever. That would be dreamy and amazing. Well, I mean, it might keep building forever. It's going to keep like, building, yes. You will lose people. Yeah. The goal of your churn is to significantly have more people joining than yeah. you're losing. Like that's yeah. what churn is. So yeah. just as an example... If you get a hundred new people and you lose four, that would be a four percent churn. Right. So, like the next month, you have ninety six or whatever. Yeah. Well, you if you continue people. to grow, right, right. you're going to get new people. Mm-hmm. I could get into the whole math and whatever, and unless you're in some sort of membership no. specific thing, it's honestly irrelevant because yeah. even if you're doing payment plans, it is not the same thing no. because with a payment plan, by nature of a being a payment plan, they essentially signed a contract to pay you the full amount. Yeah, so they if they did not, money. so they owe you it. But if in a membership, it really depends on what your rules are for like number of months required and right. all of that. Right. So that's a whole other episode. <laughs> I saw I could go down that yeah. road for a while. So right, let's, let's talk about expenses. Through, yeah, let's breeze through expenses because this is this one is getting long. I don't want to bore you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not boring, Emily. <laughs> Just because it's numbers. Jeez. Okay. So our cost of goods sold. Remember last month I talked a bit about you know, Trello being such a large percentage and the margin being low on that product. And we had turned off a lot of our other advertising. So it made like our cogs, our cost of goods sold were much higher. This month, you guys, I'm like, let's just keep this as our new normal. Okay. I don't, and I can't predict if this is what it'll be long-term, but I'm happy with it for now. So our cost of goods sold was 27% and advertising was 25. Our like, this is rocking and rolling goal for advertising is 30%. So for it to be 5% under our rock and roll goal, I'm I'm like, so happy about that. and so proud of us. (laughs) I'm like, we are doing some things. I also think this is just a representation of we are constantly in communication with our ads team. Like yeah. I oh, the relationship we have with our ads team is just so magical. They're very involved. They know exactly what's going on in our business. They know where our attention's at. They know what's coming. They're anticipating our needs. They're also like mentoring us in certain areas. And I trust their judgment cuz they are working with companies that 
have much bigger budgets than we do. And they're doing very well for themselves. So they're also one of the few dudes in our business, but I love them. So I will tell you a funny story really quick. Emily, how did you feel when I sent you this note? Okay, so they (laughs) write a copy occasionally. And I was like, I feel like Jack wrote this trying to impersonate Emily. And I can hear Jack saying it, trying to impersonate Emily. And I can't. I can't. Yeah. I was like almost crying. It was so it was hilarious. So hard. I read that copy and I was like, this literally, it sounds like a dude writing how he thinks of what a girl would sound like. And it was hilarious. It was so, they're so cute. <laughs> But I will say, while we definitely have to rewrite copy occasionally, the structure and like them knowing what like points to hit are spot on. And so it's really easy. I mean, I'm not the one doing it. I'm just putting words in your mouth, but I feel like oh, it's no, easy it is for you to easy. tweak. I love just tweaking a framework. So that went super good. Our contractors also, this looks like it changed, but I'll tell you. Contractors last month was 33%. This month, contractors was 13%. If you were to compare the dollars we spent on both, they are the same. They are the same. (laughs) So let's just put this in perspective. That just means we made a lot more revenue. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what that means. Yep. Uh, And our payroll was down from 14% to 8% which I know that some of you are like, that sounds really low. And it is kind of low. Emily and I have made a strategic decision to pull back on some things to, we really want to build up a base of savings in our business. We have operated far too close to our cash flow and we would like it to be a bit more cushy around here. Mm -hmm. So it is low, mm-hmm. period. That's I what it is. I cannot wait until I tell you when it's higher. <laughs> right? Right? Me too. Or hopefully it stays low, but we make more. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we're going for, people. <laughs> so all of this to say, Emily, how much profit did we make in January? Um, let me pull up this thing. <laughs> uh, so we are sitting at a lovely 46% profit which is you can't see my face right now but you guys yes. when we started this whole profit report what did we say our goal was 30 percent, and we're at 46 percent for january kicking the new year off right and i cannot tell you how good it makes me feel i cannot tell you how excited it makes me for the new year instead of sad and depressed and questioning all of our decisions. And so like from what I think you could take away from that is there's no wrong way of like setting goals and looking at your numbers and like feeling good or feeling weird about your business. Like it's going to hit everyone different for going into five years now of being in business. I know now that if we have a shitty January, I'm going to feel shitty for a while. I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel confident and proud and excited. And so if we need to like set stuff up for us to have a really good January, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I know that this 
can and will change. Like this is not a number that stays the same from month to month. And that's how business works. Yeah. Now, if we have the ability to keep it at 30% or above for the next 12 months, I'm I'm going to like, (laughs) I'll do two cartwheels. (laughs) Now, I will say that while some of you are like, but that's still, that doesn't sound like a lot. I just want you to think about the volume of cash that is going through our business. Because when we started our first year of business, I think our margins, our profit (laughs) margins were closer to, yeah, it was somewhere between 80 and 90% because our costs were so low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, our cogs were nearly zero because we didn't have any advertising and we took paper checks. Like we, we didn't even have credit card fees, you guys, because we were working with clients. And so, and we didn't have anyone who worked for us. The only real expense we had was a few softwares in our website. Mm-hmm. So like very minimal in that framework. Now I don't go over all of our expenses because it's not really necessary. Like I'm hitting the main three big ones every single month with you guys. But the cost of doing business at this scale is far more than I ever thought I would even talk about. Ever. I wouldn't have ever even expected this. I knew it would be more, but I would never, ever, ever (laughs) unexpected. And like, could it be lower? Sure. But like we have finally found, if at least for the last six or eight months, I feel like a really good baseline that we now know, okay, we just need to make more in order for that percent to go down. Like there's no more I want to cut. No. I'm so good. I'm so good. We brainstormed yesterday on everyone we want to hire. <laughs> Not that we're going yeah. to anytime no. soon. No, not anytime soon. We will have done a lot more things in this business before we hire our next uh-huh. our next crew of people because we've definitely hired too fast before and made that mistake. But that's not what this episode is about. Well, friends, you know that moment when the universe is telling you you should move on? I don't know what I was going to say, but the, we inter- are. the internet told me I was done talking. So we just wanted to wrap up and tell you that You can do amazing things this year. And regardless of how your January worked out, I want your focus, if nothing else that you take away from these, to be on profit. Quit worrying so much about the total revenue. What do you want to make? What do you want to bring home? Keep in mind, that comes out of profit, okay? So we want you to have an excellent year. And while I definitely want you to hit your revenue goals more than anything, I want you to be paid and paid well for everything you're putting out into the world. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.